Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Woodpad Reads, where I'll be reviewing the book The Heretic today. So it has 1,000 reads, 636 votes, and 30 chapters. It's the author's is the author is Scott Molina. I hope I said that right. And the genre is um it has a lot of hashtags and it doesn't really say in any of the like summer or anything so it's like woodpad werewolf suspense ish thing yeah so here i'm gonna read this summary and let's get started why why do i feel safe around you why do you make me feel things the way i never did tell me julian tell me i yelled at him wanders one of the potent August witches of Salem bloodline are cursed by the ancestors. Catherine, one of the firstborn and the eldest witch who was gifted to the coven of Salem witches, was their pride. When she's forced to choose between love and blood, she chose the wrong one. The witches were supposed to give their life for their coven, but Catherine was different. She chose blood over love. She believed that love can be found twice, but blood can't be made twice. Witches were supposed to be guardians of the supernaturals as they created them. But when the moon cursed the only trusted bloodline, everything falls apart. The half-moon pack is one of the strongest of all. An alpha is not supposed to fall for anyone except its mate. Julian, the alpha, falls for the only person he wasn't supposed to fall for. According to the ancestors, a true alpha is someone who cannot be stopped. That was Julian Landers. What happens when Marilla thinks that Caleb is her mate? Because she was paired with him, unfortunately. But Julian, being her new best friend, never lied to her about anything. Excluding the fact that was supposed to keep from her, he changes his identity when he first meets, meet, when he first meets her. What happens when he hides one thing from her? Julian has a mate, and that is her. Will the two supernaturals with different powers accept the given curse? But Julian is different. Landers is not one to back out. That's what they taught the whole pack. Their pack was a pack which never backed out of anything, lost anything, never taking innocent souls. A pack as strong as the moon falls apart only because of the given curse. That brings more trouble for the Alpha and his pack. Will Julian let go of the only person he's ever loved and wanted? By the way, guys, I don't think I mentioned this before. This story is marked as having mature content. So just a little heads up. Chapter 1. Relocated. M. I woke up when the car screeched. There stood an enormous building. I could tell. This gave me ancient vibes. This time we relocated because, I don't know, maybe Markle didn't like where we lived before. Markle is Stesha's only child. I guess that is the only reason she agrees with him. Kinda odd, you know. I rubbed my heavy eyes. Yeah, last night wasn't good. I was up till 3 a.m. because I couldn't sleep. Well, the the car was comfortable, so I slept. The distance was about five hours. You could get enough sleep. I heaved a sigh when Marco opened the back seat. Guess what's the worst part when you relocate? 
settling. Ugh. I took my things to my room. Those weren't just things. Those were cartons. You know how hard it is to carry them when you're when you have this freaking creepy noisy stairs? Which creak when you step? Yeah, that made me cringe. I honestly was not in the mood to set things up. I wanted to rest. I plopped down on the bed. Thank God it was clean. Dialing the only person on my favorites list in the process, Sean. M. Here I am with Stasha and Marco in another town. Ugh. I hate shifting, though. And I guess we are more near to each other, aren't we? Sean. Oh, yeah. We are. And how many miles are you away from me? M. I'm five minutes away, you idiot. Um, I gotta go set things in my room and help Stasha. I'll call you later tonight. Maybe. Sean. Yeah, sure. Don't forget to think about OB's high, though. Please do consider. M. Not now, but I will. Bye. I felt relieved when I talked to Sean. Not that we were on good terms of talking, because I ditched him whenever he wanted to hang out. I can't just say yes when I know I was moving out, and he was pissed. I could make it up to him, though. After all, he was my only best friend. After relocating from Algiers to Mid-City, it was hard for me to continue my high school. Both the towns had much more longer distance than my future. But it was the only popular school I've ever dreamt of. It had so much of expenses and all tensity my Stasha, that Stasha couldn't carry once, while she had two teenagers in one home. As I went down, I saw Stasha's stretched tight and wrinkled face because she didn't have much of a diet since last two weeks, and I couldn't see her suffer from much. So I decided to go and pitch in. We set all the objects into the right places we thought we could. I could see a faint glimmer of light on Sasha's beautiful face. Oh my, we did at least some better work, Sasha said with a little calm face, still creases on it. No, not some better work. We did the best and most perfect we could, I said with a brief smile. And now we have to discuss about your studies and search for some of the best schools ASAP so that you can continue your high school, Sasha said, sighing. No, Stasha, you are not starting this again. I can wait a week more. All you have to do is become the same as you were before. Now, you have to focus on your diet and health, and if you don't, we will no longer have a strong guardian to look after us. I said, holding her hands tightly in my palm. Oh, my blessed child, I love you so much, she said, kissing my forehead. After dinner, I went straight to my room, all tired and jaded up. Forgetting to call Sean, I prepared to sleep, but before that, a knock came through the door. I assumed it was Marco, so I ignored it and slept like a beauty. I dreamt of my old house, and then came the haunted people, throwing themselves on the locked doors, and then a blood-sucking animal in a human face and body. Then a naked body, turning itself into an animal, and all of a sudden... It was me sitting on a throne somewhere in the magical air. I could say that, but then I saw Sean and a few more people with me on both of my sides. Then something came into my throat in a dream, and I choked and woke up. It was still 12 in the morning. I drank some water and went back to sleep. I didn't understand why I was being hunted by these nightmares, but something made me feel it was something major to do with me and my family. 
Okay, so that was chapter one of the book. So let's get right into the review. Um, I like the summary. It was really in-depth and attention-grabbing. But it was all over the place. I felt like it was telling me too many storylines at once. And it's not necessarily a bad thing, but when you really can't grasp the main like character or the main point of the story you're about to read, it can get really confusing. So yeah that it just had a lot of storylines in the summary um so before chapter one there was uh yeah it was a prologue and i thought that was chapter one so i was reading it and i was reading it and i was kind of confused because in that prologue first of all she went on to say that it was let me check 8,776 words in a prologue. First, first of all, um, that, I don't think that's a prologue if it's that long. That's like four chapters in one chapter. Like, that's not a prologue. So I read all of it. And I was so confused. First, the the time jump. The it was so many time frames in one, and I was a bit confused. Like, I feel like the prologue was was a good idea to give readers a little overview, but it could have been worded better. It seriously could have been worded better. Like, it was just vague. Some of the things were vague. It was jumping all over the place. It was, it was, it was all over the place. Uh, Like right away, the first few paragraphs were a lot to take in, but they contained vital information to the rest of the story. So if you just skip the prologue and go right into chapter one, you will be confused on who Marco is and Stasha and I think Sean too, you will be confused. I just wish a few things were more clear for me as the reader to understand. So if you really want to get the gist of the story, you have to read the prologue. And it's about, it's over 8,000 words long. So yeah, and like I said, the timeline in the prologue was all over the place. Like first it went from two months to two days when Catherine was doing something, um, when she had a kid or something and I don't know if if the author was trying to like say that the two days felt like two months but all of a sudden I was reading like and two months later she did that and then it was like and then I read read and read and then at the end of like a couple of paragraphs it was like only two days went by and I was like hold on is it two days or is it two months I was not clear on that um, and another thing, what did the prologue have to do with the main story actually starting in chapter one? I get that it was like kind of a background story, but I feel like that prologue was a story in and of itself. 
like I don't think it had anything to do with the main story in general that started in chapter one so that could be confusing to readers also those over 8,000 words in one chapter it could definitely turn someone away I pushed through when reading that prologue prologue because it was so long and I mean there's nothing really wrong with a long prologue but isn't a prologue supposed to be like a short back view just so you get the gist of what's gonna come next when you read the next chapter it was like the prologue was a whole nother story so yeah um overall i would rate it out of 10 i would rate the book a three because i don't know if i still get the main gist of the book because with the hashtags it was like hashtag love romance and then hashtag werewolf and i don't think i got where the werewolf part came in i feel like it was more surrounded on the witches but um Catherine's husband was a werewolf so i i get that and i guess the kids were supposed to be werewolves i was i was a bit confused so i would rate it a three out of ten if you like werewolves and you like lengthy stories, I would say this is definitely the book for you. So go ahead and give it a shout out or give it, sorry, give it a check. Go read it. Um, I don't know. I think I would have to read on a bit more before I add it to my um, private library because with the books that I review, if I really like it, I add it to my private library, and then I also promote it on my social media, like sharing quotes from it, sharing pictures, all of that. So, and also before we close, I want to just put out there that I'm not when I review your books, when I review people's books, I give my honest opinion, my honest everything about it, like. If I would definitely read it again or finish the story, I definitely would. Like, I'm not just, I'm not the podcast that's going to say, yeah, read it. Oh, I like it. Oh, no, I'm just going to, I'm going to be honest. If I do, I do. If I don't, I'm sorry. And I won't just say, oh, no, I hate it. No, I'm going to say, um, maybe it wasn't for me, but it can be for someone else because there's a book for everyone. So I'm going to be open, like with a book I reviewed two books I reviewed previously one was The Altars oh my goodness an amazing book I'm in love with the characters the storyline I love it and then Petty Betty I added those two books to my private library and I'm still waiting for the authors to update like that's how catching it was so if like I really do enjoy your books I'm gonna add it to my private library so all I say that all to say that I'm honest I'm real I'm opaque when I review your books, so please take that into consideration. Alright guys, that was the end of this episode. If you have any comments as a reader, as a listener, as the author, if you have anything, please be sure 
to leave a comment on any one of my social medias. I'm on Instagram at Roxy.Ruby. I'm on Twitter at Green Tea Baddy. Baddy as in B-A-D-D-I-E. I'm on Woodpad as Misunderstood98. And I'm on Snapchat as Roxanne Ruby. You can definitely DM me or private message me on any of those social medias or leave a comment right here as you listen or a voice message. I would love to put you in an episode. I would, I'd love to interact with my audience. If you definitely feel so, feel free. I will definitely get back to you really soon. And if you want me to review one of your books on Wattpad, hit me up definitely message me i will definitely get on that because there's so many amazing books that i feel that is if it hasn't has if it hasn't has a lot of reads like over a couple thousand reads it's i feel like people shy away from it like it's not a good book there are so many good books that doesn't have a lot of reads but this podcast is guaranteed or or created to get you those reads It's a promotion. I want to promote your book because there are amazing authors out there that are not yet discovered. And I want this to be a tool or channel through which they get discovered. So don't forget to share. Don't forget to follow. If you have books, please DM me and I will definitely review your book. And don't forget to check out some of my works. um, Vanilla Twilight, Dawn. Um, understanding him friends and there's definitely more in the way that you will love so don't forget to check those out and i'll see you next time on another episode of what bad reads